prayer for COVID-19. How long, O Lord, how long will you let disease ravage the land? How long will people suffer and die at the hands of this horrible calamity? It's so hard for us to see. For many of us, for the first time in a long time, we feel completely helpless. We can't do anything. We can't solve this. We can't fix it, no matter how hard we try. We sit alone in our homes every day, looking out the window, watching and waiting for the world to become a better place, for change to come, for healing to happen. That is our heart's cry. And yet, this has always been the case. There is a greater disease out there and it is called sin. It doesn't just kill the body, but it kills the soul. It separates God from human, father from child. It's the silent killer. It's everywhere. And yet it often goes unseen. Just like our current crisis, people downplay sin. They say it's not a big deal. It's not going to impact me. I can't catch it. Or if I do, it's just a little bit of sickness, not enough to actually kill me. This is the lie we tell ourselves, and this has always been the true sickness since the first day. This has always been the sickness since chapter three of our history. God, we're reminded in this moment that you are the healer, and that the cure is already here. Its name is Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you for allowing yourself to face infection, to face and to be overcome by death and swallowed up until at last you're reborn. The firstborn of the new creation, the new kingdom. Your kingdom is coming, but it is also already here. We live in this tension, this horrible, beautiful tension. The tension of living in a world that is both dying and being reborn at the same time. And we are reminded, we are reminded of how our hearts are supposed to feel when it comes to all of the sickness in this world, the poverty, the racism, the abuse, the hunger, the hurt, the corruption. These things are all around us and yet it's so easy to ignore them because they're so commonly set before our eyes. We don't even think twice when we see them. When we see them, we say, oh, it's just the way of the world. But this is not the way of the world, not the way the world was intended to be, not the way the world was supposed to be. People weren't meant to die. They weren't created to die. They were created for life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that this calamity is not the first one you've seen, nor will it be the last. You've seen so much more than we can comprehend. You've been fighting this battle since before we were born. You are relentlessly fighting against the enemy, relentlessly protecting and preserving your people, relentlessly reaching out to the lost and pulling them into the safe place where even though the body may be destroyed, the soul lives on forever. Thank you, Father, for the promise of a new body and a new heaven, a new earth, a new hope, a new forever and a new family. Help us not to lose sight of this. We don't know what will happen. We can't tell. There are all sorts of opinions. There are all sorts of experts and armchair experts giving their opinions on the daily basis. We are thankful for God-given wisdom that you've given to your humans, 
But we also know that at the end of the day, none of us can truly know what's going to happen. We don't know how many days we have left on this earth. We don't know when you'll come back. And we don't know how or when you're going to defeat evil. But we are certain that you are actively defeating it. We have seen both throughout the stories in your book and the stories of our own lives how you have overcome evil again and again despite our flaws, despite our rebellion, despite our wickedness. Your mercy and your love is both tender and everlasting, and we don't deserve it. It is we who infected the world. It is we who infected our own hearts. And yet you are the good doctor who won't stop until we're cured. And Lord, we don't understand your timing. If we're honest, our hearts cry out. We say, God, can't you just snap your fingers and make this go away? Can't you just fix the problem in a blink of an eye? Why must we suffer? How long, oh Lord? And yet we remind ourselves time after time again, this is the story that you're telling. You've allowed us to be a part of it. And every chapter of the story indicates and points to us the truth that you are good and you never fail, that you do everything you do for a reason. God, that is so hard, so hard to accept at times, but we know it to be true. You didn't cause this disease, but you are the cause of the cure against it. You are the cure. You've always been the cure. Once this virus is defeated, there will be others. This world in its current state will never be our home until you come and you give the cure to this land when you redeem and restore all things to the way they were meant to be. And so God, we are at your mercy. But that's good because you are so merciful. You are not some distant God far up above, moving us around like chess pieces. No, you are the incarnation, the God who is with us. You are with us. You hold the hand of the sick. You sit beside the hospital bed with the dying. Your arms are wrapped around those trapped in their homes, struggling through fear and anxiety. You comfort, you love, you heal. You are not distant. You are not detached. You feel the pain of this. You feel the weight of this. You are deeply with us in this. But sometimes we can't feel that. Sometimes we can't sense that. We don't think that you're here with us. We think you're out there somewhere beyond the stars. Help us to feel you. We need to feel you right now, not just intellectually in our minds. We need to feel your presence in our lives and in our hearts. We pray for revival. Use this moment, God. Use this moment both to draw the masses to those who would preach your gospel, but also to raise up those who have never preached before to speak the truth and to reach many. Help us to remember that we are all a part of your body. And so if we speak and it only reaches three people, help us to remember there are millions of others who are a part of the same body all across the world at the exact same time, reaching their own three people. And altogether, the body is reaching a lot of people. It's not about us. We're not required to save anyone. It's not our job. We deliver the good news. You are the one who saves. Help us to go do our part, to speak the truth, to speak love, to speak comfort, to help the hurting, to pray for those in need, 
to risk all that we have to help our fellow man. Please, Jesus, protect us during this time from division and suspicion and skepticism. Help us to reject conversations that take our attention off of the needs of those right in front of us. Help us not to get caught up in trying to figure out what exactly the dark forces are doing behind the curtain. And help us instead to refocus our attention on what you are doing right in front of our eyes. Help our days to be filled with truth, with love, with honor, with purity, with respect, and give us courage. Fill our hearts with the courage that can only come from being in the boat with the one who can calm the waves and the storm. Please calm this storm, Jesus. May your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. <laughs>